Hey, I'm Kelsey Zeiser. And I'm Nicole Ferraro. Welcome to What's the Story, a short podcast from Light Reading, where we'll take a step back from the most significant topics in the telecom to tell you the latest news, how we got here, what it all means, and what to expect next. Today, we're talking with Mike Dano about T-Mobile's efforts to purchase 2.5 gigahertz spectrum licenses, why it's trying to purchase those licenses now, who the competition is, and what it means for the industry at large. Well, thanks for joining us on What's the Story, Mike? Yeah, hi. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm okay. A little cold. That's all. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. As long as you're fully caffeinated. Yeah, that's... I am fully caffeinated. So I'll try to slow down when I'm talking really fast right now because I'm fully caffeinated right now. I have all the coffee. (laughs) Slow down. Yeah, we'll have to... We'll slow down the audio afterwards. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Play so Mike, it on uh, 0.5 speed. Right. No, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how. Yeah. Uh-uh. We'll figure right. it out. Something. Go. <laughs> yeah. Do something. All right. <laughs> so, Mike, you were writing recently about uh, T-Mobile is interested in the Christian College of Georgia's 2.5 gigahertz spectrum license, which seems so random. Help, so random. Help us understand uh, what the heck is going on here. What the heck is it? It's I. I have to. This is where I'm gonna get nerdy. I'm gonna get real oh, nerdy yeah. here because I. This is like so unusual. My jam. <laughs> Thanks. Welcome to the I mean, this podcast. For this podcast <laughs> in general, yeah. not just yeah. you, Mike. <laughs> I'll tell you about my Marvel movie next. After this, get real. We'll do nerdy. that on the next. What's the story? Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, um, like because, and, and so the reason is, is because I just, I, I love spectrum licenses. Like I just, I cannot help it. It is just so interesting. And so this whole thing with T-Mobile and the Christian College of Georgia, like it gets way down into the like arcane archives of spectrum licenses and spectrum ownership. And I just think it's, I love it. And so basically what it is, is that um, T-Mobile does not own the spectrum licenses that underpin its big mid-band 5G network. It it doesn't own them. Typically, carriers own their spectrum licenses. Like, that's how it Mm -hmm. works. Uh, But in this particular case, just based on the weird history of spectrum licenses in this particular spectrum band, which is the 2.5 gigahertz spectrum band, um, just because of that, T-Mobile actually doesn't own those licenses. Instead... Um, a bunch of random educational institutions all over the country are the ones that actually own those licenses, and T-Mobile basically just rents them. And that's and so uh, Christian College of Georgia is one of about a thousand of these like random educational institutions all over the country that that are the actual owners of these licenses. Yeah. Is uh, there um, a reason why those? Um you know, universities and colleges, uh, how come they're the ones that are, that are owning all these licenses? Yeah. Right. So is it like a Christmas bonus or (laughs) (laughs) they won the lottery and yeah, no, it's, it's, and like, here's where it even gets more nerdy. It's like, go, go way back to the, the cold during the cold war in the 1960s, the FCC was trying to figure out like, how do we help the U S against the Soviet union in the cold war? well, we have all these spectrum licenses. Why don't we give them out to colleges and high schools and uh, 
religious institutions so that they can begin using those that spectrum to broadcast educational TV near where they are. And that will help create a more educated you know, population that will then help us win the war against the, the Cold War against the Soviet Union. So wow, I'm right? sensing some like but propaganda reading between the lines, <laughs> but maybe that's just my conspiracy theory. I know. Yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. I Nowadays, I don't think that would fly, but during the Cold War, I think that like that was a legitimate like, why not make some yeah. educational content? And what are they using them for now? Yeah, so no one did that. That was the okay. I didn't think so. It didn't sound like something I knew. No one <laughs> spit. It. I took a drink of coffee at the wrong time. I almost spit it out. There we go. Yeah. I mean, right. So uh, it was like at, at one point they counted it. It was like 80 places around the country. They did thousands of these licenses and it was like the top, the top number was about 80 of them actually did this kind of thing. And so most of them did not do that thing. Uh, and instead the FCC, you know, discovered that no one was doing that. So they said, well, you don't have to do an educational TV service. And, and if you want to, you can start leasing these spectrum licenses out. You still have to keep them you can't sell them, but mm-hmm. if you want to make money on them, you can you can lease out these spectrum licenses um, to anyone who wants them. And it, and, it, and companies like Nextel and Clearwire and Sprint were like, yeah, we'll we'll leave, you know we'll sign a thirty year lease for this license. You'll you'll continue to own it, college, high school, whatever it is. You'll still own the license, but we'll sign this like exclusive thirty year lease. Um, which, you know, does give them, you know, the exclusive rights to it. It's, it's, it's a lot like owning it, but they actually don't technically own it. They are still a, a, a renter, not an owner. Okay. And so, so what changed? Why are they now, why is T-Mobile now interested in purchasing it? And why are they able to purchase it now? Yeah. And so the FCC uh, in uh, t- 2019, like everybody knows that this is weird and this whole like leasing <laughs> thing, like it's, it's very Nobody clear to everyone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's like this like weird corner of the spectrum world and, and everybody knows it's weird and, and basically is, you know, is a holdover from the cold war. And so in 2019, the FCC uh, voted to change the rules so that if you are one of these educational institutions, like the Christian college of Georgia, you are allowed to sell that license and make money from it if you want. Um, and also about that time, T-Mobile closed its purchase of Sprint, which had inherited all these leases from companies like Clearwire and Nextel that it had acquired. So now all these, the ownership of the lease now is, is T-Mobile. And so, and, and also now T-Mobile, so T-Mobile acquired Sprint. And also now because of the FCC rule change, has the ability to buy these licenses instead of rent them. And so that's kind of where we are now. But uh, like I wrote in this story that published, like, you know, now it gets really messy. You know, if you thought that was messy, now it's getting getting really messy because other companies can come and buy these licenses. You know, T-Mobile can buy them, but, you know, it, it sets up the potential for another company like Verizon or this investment company called WCO to come and buy the licenses out from under T-Mobile. And now T-Mobile is like, you know, the landlord for T-Mobile's spectrum is somebody else that's not T-Mobile. Mm. So it's not so, just service providers. It's also 
Like you mentioned an investment firm, there's other organizations out there that are like, Ooh, I could get some rent money. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. How much would you pay so that T-Mobile was your renter, you know, like, uh, and what would you charge them for rent? Very, very interesting questions, I think. So, um, and what, so what does the competition look like for this one then? Yeah. So the, the bottom line is that we really don't know a lot um, okay. about what's going on because the terms of all these licenses are private, um, the, the leasing terms. So we don't know how much T-Mobile is paying per month. We don't know, in many cases, we don't know when the lease is up, meaning when the you know rental rates can be renegotiated. Uh, but we do know who a lot of the owners are and they're the educational institutions like, you know, Christian College of Georgia, uh, Albright College in Pennsylvania. There's, you know, s- several that have been identified in this sort of ongoing debate. Um, uh, uh, but w- what we do know, uh, because the Christian College of Georgia ha- has has filed some documents with the FCC sort of explaining what's going on here. And that's why we know this specific uh, proceeding is because the Christian College of Georgia has has basically raised this problem. Um, what they want to do, Christian College of Georgia wants to sell their license, um, and they received an unsolicited offer from an investment company called WCO to buy it. So WCO wants to buy it from Christian College of Georgia. WCO offered them five million, five point five million dollars to buy this license fr- from them. Um, and so Christian College, College of Georgia was like, great, like that's a lot of money. We'll, we'll totally sell. And so what they did was they already have a leasing agreement with T-Mobile. They said, hey, T-Mobile, like uh, we have this, uh, you know, this offer. What is your offer? You know, do you do you want to buy it? And how much might you bid for it? You know, maybe we can get even more. So T-Mobile says, uh, we'll give you one million dollars for this license. Also, you can't sell it to anyone else. You you can only sell it to us because okay. of how we read the terms of the lease. And so now we're and so right now the situation is the Christian College of Georgia doesn't agree with that. They think they can sell to anyone. They're asking the FCC, you know, hey, like what what's the deal here? Can we sell mm-hmm. this and who can we sell it to? And the FCC yeah. has not issued a ruling on that yet. Both sides disagree. T-Mobile thinks that no, uh, you know, we're the only ones that can buy it because we have Mm -hmm. a lease on it. And so, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. It's kind of uh, sort of in the FCC's lap. Eventually, I suspect that this will go to to courts and the courts will decide. Um, But it's a very interesting question about, you know, you know, if there's a rule change, can you sell the license? Who can you sell the license to? Mm. And, you know, is this going to be sort of a real problem for T-Mobile where it's going to have to like bid against all these other random investment companies for licenses that it's already using and definitely needs because, you know, in the, in the big picture scheme of things, um, T-Mobile needs these licenses because it, it, it's not like it could just move to a different spectrum band that would Mm -hmm. require all new radios on top of all its new, all its towers. It's, you know, would be billions of dollars to, to change the spectrum band. So it, it needs, <laughs> it needs access to those licenses. And and that's why it's kind of like, you know, sort of a big issue because this is T-Mobile's 5G network. Yeah. And I imagine it's, it's not just this, you know, this is one case, right? The Christian college of Georgia, I imagine T-Mobile's like, are they going to have to then um, go do these negotiations with a bunch of other different 
academic institutions. There's a thousands of, there's uh, more than 1000 of these educational institutions all (laughs) over the country. Christian college of Georgia just has the license for Athens, Georgia. Mm -hmm. And there are exactly the same, the exact same situation would be replicated a thousand times in different locations all over the country for different licenses that cover different geographical areas. Yeah, so that sounds like a real headache. <laughs> it's it's something it's something for T-Mobile, yeah, yeah. Um, so, what does it mean um, in terms of the broader industry if, if T-Mobile or you know other service providers start purchasing these licenses? Does that shake yeah. things up significantly? Um, we don't know. I mean, really, mm-hmm. you know. Probably what's going to happen is that T-Mobile will eventually just buy these licenses. Like that's the you know the most reasonable thing. And so, uh, uh, but we we're not really sure how it's going to play out because um, it could the FCC could decide to rule on this. Uh, they 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 may not, but they may decide to uh, you know issue a ruling one way or the other. And then you know depending on how things go. Uh, if the Christian College of Georgia either doesn't get a response from the FCC or does not like the response from the FCC, they may take this to the courts too. And then in that case, uh, you know, a courtroom would decide the issue. Um, and whatever the ruling is, you know, it, it might, it might, it's unclear what would happen. And, uh, you know, uh, 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 we'll, we'll, it's, you know, we'll see. It probably will take at least a year or two to play out. Um, but it's a very important issue for T-Mobile. Awesome. Well, as usual, thank you for spending your days in the FCC's uh, comments section, filing documents and giving us awesome stories to keep up with, Mike. Yay. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Talk to you later. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Mike, for taking the time to talk today. Thank you as well to our amazing producer, Pierre Landrio, for making this episode. Be sure to subscribe to the Light Reading Podcast for more interviews and insights from the team. Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next time.